This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military-industrial complex. Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events. From somewhere in the desert, between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Fairy Tales. Because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as proud as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty! The only thing we have to fear is fear itself! Sooner or later, though. You always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. to everyone around the world and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas, alternative media for discerning minds. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, make yourself at home. I want to thank all our members for your loyalty and support. Tonight's special guest is Neil Kramer, an English writer, speaker, and philosopher in the fields of consciousness, metaphysics, shamanism, and ancient mystical disciplines. He is someone who can connect the dots, the epitome of a free thinker. Neil Kramer will be with us shortly. To listen to the complete version of this and all our shows, become a member. You'll receive instant access to all our shows. And remember, Veritas survives under voluntary subscriptions only. Just head on over to our website, veritasshow.com, click on subscribe and take Veritas with you. And next week, our special guest is Sean David Morton. I'm sure you know who he is, so I hope you don't miss it. And I only have a few USB drives containing Season 1. I will start focusing on Season 2 in the coming weeks once the shipment comes in. By the way, and speaking of the Season 2 USB drive, 
I'm still gathering the bonus material I will include, but let me give you an advance. I found some footage of the Apollo missions. Apparently someone ordered it from the NASA store. After the person received it, the NASA clerk was asked by his or her superiors to recall it because he or she was not supposed to release it or to sell it. Well, the person did not return it, and I have it to share it with you on the new USB drive. In addition, I have some handwritten letters, original handwritten letters from Dr. Paul Benowitz. Google that name and you'll find out who he is. I will let you know when it's ready to sell. In the meantime, you can buy season one. Go to the Veritas store for more information. I want to thank a lot of you for your feedback regarding my appearance on the History Channel's Brad Meltzer's Decoded, which aired yesterday. I'm told you can watch the full episodes on the History Channel website at history.com, but I think it'll make its way to YouTube very soon. I believe they changed the title from Ancient Prophecies to simply 2012. If you have cable, I'm sure it will be on your on-demand functionality, and if you don't own a TV, visit our forum for more information. I had a great time doing this segment, and we'll have Professor Buddy Levy, one of the cast members of the show, with me on a future Veritas episode to discuss some of his research. In the next few days, I will be recording a Veritas special report segment, just like the ones we did last year for the BP oil spill. This time, we'll be talking about the dead birds, fish, and now crickets. Apparently, Dr. Brooks Agnew, a friend and veteran of this show, has connected some dots and he would like to share it with you. So stay tuned for this important report. And let me tell you what happened last weekend. On Saturday morning, I was heading to a lecture with Dr. Nancy Clark, which by the way, I was able to film and it's now available on Veritas TV. The title, Inner and Outer Time, Navigating the Future. Well, I was driving about 10.30 in the morning and encountered unusual traffic. All of a sudden, my phone rings, and it was my wife, almost hysterical. She and her daughter were at a restaurant when she started seeing lots of police cars, ambulances, and even helicopters flying over and landing right across the street. She found out that a shooting had taken place. Yes, she was across the street from where the Tucson tragedy happened. When I heard about it, and since I had my camera equipment, I wanted to reach that area to report, but it was impossible. They cordoned the entire block for more than five hours. One of my managers told me that her best friend was there before the tragedy started. She decided not to enter the Safeway grocery store because there were too many people in front of the building. So she went next door to the Walgreens drugstore. Not even five minutes later, she heard gunfire. Immediately after, a man opens the door and comes in jumping, limping. He was shot in the foot. She peeked outside and almost broke down when she saw the carnage on the pavement. That's when she called her best friend, one of my managers. The pharmacist ran out and came back minutes later, drenched in blood, trying to save lives. As you know, six people were killed and 14 were wounded. From what this witness could gather from others who saw the events, she says Congresswoman Gifford was shot from the back and was the first person to be shot. 
The gunman then continued shooting indiscriminately. At least one woman was shot three times in the legs. She survived. So many bullets in, one shooter only. She also heard the shooter had glassy eyes. As you know, among the dead, there was a nine-year-old little girl, Christina Green, who was born on September 11th, 2001. The witness stated no one in the entire strip mall was allowed to leave. She had to wait inside the Walgreens for five hours. She was questioned, her vehicle tagged, and was let go after 3 p.m. The same happened with the hundreds of people who were shopping that day. Remember, I drove past the area, and when I returned many hours later, the entire parking lot was still full with the same vehicles. Another interesting fact is that Congresswoman Giffords was born on the 8th, represents District 8, and was shot on the 8th. There is more information out there sensationalizing this event. As someone very close to this event, I can only tell you what I've been able to gather. I tried finding more witnesses, but have not been able to do so yet. There's information out there saying that this looks just like the Columbine or Virginia Tech shootings. It certainly looks like it, but I'm not going to engage in speculation. What I will tell you is that the media and the political apparatus are using this incident to the fullest extent. How? They're pushing more legislation to ban weapons. Although it seems that the perpetrator of this heinous crime was under my control or needed mental help, the fact is that a knife can be used to cut an apple or to kill, to be used as a weapon. Even a box cutter is considered a weapon these days. When they ban the weapons, the population no longer has recourse and citizens become slaves. Look at our neighbor to the south. Gun ownership is illegal, but that doesn't prevent the criminals from owning them. The same applies to many of your countries in Europe, Australia, and others. It's usually an event like this one that becomes the catalyst and triggers new legislation and the Hegelian dialectic makes its way one more time. The problem? Guns in the wrong hands. Reaction? People become outraged and clamor for gun control. Solution? New legislation makes its way and guns are banned. Slowly, they use these incidents to illustrate a point. Jared Loeffner, the shooter, we come to find out, did not watch TV, was apolitical, and did not listen to talk radio. So why all of this attribution? Because someone wants more control, as Ram Emanuel said once, never let a serious crisis go to waste. It's preposterous to see this tragedy being used to promote an agenda. And the last I heard, a former best friend of the killer said Loeffner was affected by having watched the movie Sidegeist, which many of you have watched. And I was even trying to get Peter Joseph, its producer, on the show. Do you see the signs? They equal this crime to someone who listened to too much conspiracy shows. Can you read between the lines? Are we next? I'll keep you posted as this situation continues to develop. But I also want to take a few seconds of silence to remember those who were lost that day. Thank you. And as I was driving to the lecture, I received a telephone call from Dr. Carol Rosen. Many of you may know who she is. 
from the Disclosure Project, and also she was the assistant to Dr. Werner von Braun. Very soon, you can expect an interview with Dr. Carol Rosen. But again, the lecture film is now available on Veritas TV. It's a great video to start the new year on the right track. And if you need to get in touch with me, just go to our website, veritasshow.com, and click on the contact button and join me on Facebook. And now, we get ready to spend an evening with a respected free thinker and researcher who from an early age escaped from the matrix and learned how to connect the dots. Why do we encounter people all the time who want to enlighten us with their beliefs but don't want to listen to what we have to say or counter their beliefs? Is a belief the equivalent of carrying a cross? Why do the masses depend so much on the government mainstream media propaganda machine as opposed to finding out the truth for themselves? Neil Kramer is coming up next with answers to these and many more questions. If you get the truth from your television screen, stop this audio now. If you want to learn guerrilla warfare tactics to avoid the bombardment of the programming we face on a daily basis, don't go anywhere. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to Veritas. Most of the great music you hear right here on the very test show is supplied by the independent artists from Jamendo.com. If you hear a song you like, go over to our homepage, VeritasShow.com, click on the guest, look up the song, and download it. You can even buy the group's CDs, in many cases, right there at Jamendo.com. Maxwell, and you're listening to Veritas. Neil Kramer is an English writer, speaker, and philosopher in the fields of consciousness, metaphysics, shamanism, and ancient mystical disciplines. Neil has spent over 20 years on a path of inner transformation and shares his discoveries and knowledge in writings, interviews, and lectures, as well as giving one-to-one teachings. He is a frequent guest on popular alternative radio and internet shows, enjoying international audiences and enthusiastic support. His work is regularly published on cutting-edge websites, news portals, and popular media networks. Neil has spoken at international conferences on the nature of human consciousness, as well as touring the USA and Canada, speaking in cities such as Los Angeles, San Francisco, Portland, and Seattle. His talks have been broadcast on Sky TV in the UK. His acclaimed website, The Cleaver, and his audiobook, The Audio Cleaver, attract large, discerning audiences. Neil gives interviews, teachings, and live presentations on many fascinating subjects, including paths to authentic being, sovereign empowerment, transcending systems of control, and dimensional shifting. You can read more of Neil Kramer's work by visiting his blog at thecleaver.blogspot.com. And I am so privileged to introduce to you for the first time on Veritas, 
and something tells me it won't be the last. Directly from New York, I would like to introduce Neil Kramer. Hello, Neil. How are you? Hello, Mel. I'm very well, thank you. And um, thanks for giving me the opportunity to speak to you and your audience. It's my pleasure. And as we, I was telling you offline, Neil, I must say that it was thanks to our one of our listeners who referred me to you. I'm new to your work, and I'm perplexed to the fact I haven't been exposed to your research. It's amazing, and it's going to help us in the process of gnosis, of knowing, which is the primordial objective of this show. But first, I want to know when, how, and who motivated you to start the breakthrough process that transformed you to the research you are today. Well, for me, it really began with uh, a basic natural impulse that was an observation that I think we all have, which is that the world around me didn't seem to contain the answers that I felt um, I was looking for. So this kind of happens to different people at different ages, sometimes in our teens or our 30s or our 50s or whatever. And regardless of when that happens, it's always kind of quite a revelatory moment. And you realize, or you get a sense, shall we say, initially, the realization perhaps comes later, you get a sense that the world is perhaps more mysterious and magical than um, you've been led to believe. And so for me, it began with a study of philosophy, of psychology, and of what you might call kind of scholarly texts. And this then moved in later times to Uh, spiritual texts, uh, the obvious kind of Christian and um, monotheistic texts, which were touched on in school and so on, but not really. Uh, So I looked deeper into those and then to other texts like um, Zen and Buddhism, particularly uh, Zoroastrianism, Mithraism, looked at the mystery school uh, data that was available at the time. And a lot of this occurred pre-internet. So we're going back a little bit here for perhaps some of the younger listeners in the audience. So much of this was books. So it was the old-fashioned linear way of trawling through libraries, index cards, books on tables and so on. So it was the old-fashioned way to some extent. And then obviously as the internet perhaps took hold in the mid to late 90s, um, that information gathering exercise Uh, really gathers momentum and you can collate a lot of diverse sources then. So um, that really gave access to all kinds of different information along the way. And in parallel to this, if you like, acquisitional process of reading and studying and so on, was very quickly for me and very fortunately, if I can use that word, a realization that really it isn't just about study, it's about experience as well, personal experience. So as soon as was practicable, um, I started to actually get out and um, bring the the knowledge into experience and kind of <clears throat> I realized that the, the transmutation point of those two is what brings wisdom in the end. And so a lot of the shamanic work, I mean, that's a bit of a buzzword nowadays, but you know, it's really something I see as a, a natural impulse across all continents and indigenous peoples and so on, not necessarily um, defined just by like the Amazonian or the Siberian shamanic traditions, but something particularly in my work, and this has been echoed in other alternative researchers as well, 
that shamanic impulse seems to derive um, largely from Europe and from Gaul and from... Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section, or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.